đều neo đều neo neo đều neo neo bắt đầu đu 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 hi my name is I can't do that can I I cannot do it um so this is the Tony Daily with me Tony Kent um yeah that was a um half-assed cat-handed not very good attempt to do the opening bars to My Name Is by Eminem, which is what it's all about today. But um, some of you might know this, some of you might not. That sample, that bit that I didn't do particularly well at all, is from Labby Sifri's I Got There. And I knew that Labby Sifri was, you know, kind of groovy, but you should check it out. It's really good because historically my knowledge of Labby Sifri is actually I think he did the original It Must Be Love. I might check that, see if that's correct. And of course he did There's Something Inside So Strong, which me and my friend Angela used to really love to sing at school and which made a much more famous appearance in Gavin and Stacey. Let's see if he did do It Must Be Love. I might have got that wrong. It Must Be Love. Uh, Labby Sifri. Was it? Was it him? It was! There you are. Got a very strong, rich, varied back catalogue. I suggest you go and check it out. So, what day are we on? We're on day 43. Um, yesterday, for those of you who are eagle-eyed or who are called Gemma, would have noticed that it said DA42 for yesterday. Like I'm a rapper, you know, like the baby. It was da 42. I'll correct that. Day 42. Uh, it's day 43 today. So thank you for being here. Thank you if you're a returning listener. Thank you if you're new. We start, as ever, with having a look at what's going on on the village page. Um, hmm, there is the one takeaway that delivers to our village offering noodles bird boxes. Can anyone recommend, uh, here we go, people that need to fit a bill, an ideally local, reasonably priced, notary slash lawyer slash notary public to sign some documents. Okay. Um, there's some electrical people. Well, not people made of electrics, people that do electrics. I've got competition. This person says, I'm the new village's reporter. <laughs> oh, you're now for a local paper. Um, oh my God, no wonder, no wonder there are reporters on this page because sometimes stuff goes down that, I don't know, I won't share with you on here. Or maybe a local news reporter would think that's going to make an amazing story. Uh, has anyone got my parcel? No, I haven't. Here are some teepees and tents. Bingo! On the 12th of the month. I know some people that go to bingo and take gin and tonic in a water bottle because it is not licensed. <laughs> um, so that's that. Also, um, there's a little bit of egg news. After my report that we went for brunch on our weekend away, a place where you could only have eggs one way, and I asserted that poached eggs is the most difficult. Well, there's egg news, egg news. Um, put some cling film in a cup, crack the egg into the cling film, put it in boiling water, seal the cling film, I think, 
uh, unwrap it. Hey presto, perfect poached egg hasn't gone everywhere. There's there's a follow on tip. I have to say thanks to Gemma for this. Um, she's been my guardian angel for this podcast. In each cling film egg bag, you can add salt, pepper, or other flavors. Mm, it takes a bit of time to work out the timings. Although you can't beat a scrambled egg for lunch. I like a scrambled egg, but as we've established, I like a scrambled egg. Prefer scrambled egg, bit of smoked salmon, because I can't get that wrong. I'm going to try the poached egg in cling film though. Perhaps you'd like to try it too. Perhaps you already knew of its existence. So uh, that's egg news. We've had bingo news, village news. Let's see what we're going to talk about in Reasons to be Cheerful today that ties in to my terrible rendition of My Name Is. It's called My Name Is. What's in a name? Your parents pick one for you and you either love it, loathe it, change it, or your mates decide that adding a Y on the end of your surname or calling you something entirely different would work better. The latter point seems particularly prevalent amongst men. When I met my husband's friends, I had to learn their actual names and their nicknames. Some followed the adding a Y model, Broomy and Study being two such examples, whilst others stem from in-jokes and shenanigans long before I knew them. Names like Queenie and Shed. This never happened with my girlfriends. Our proper names always won out. And so it was decided that I would be Tony. And whilst there have been a couple of attempts at variations from friends, um, I've been Tony Girl, I've been Bonus, um, Tony Bird, but there's not there's not really any way you can go with that. Um, sometimes there's a syllable shortening to tone. My name has remained largely unchanged and problem free, except for that. It is impossible for me to buy plane tickets or fill out a form without my name being questioned. Ooh, is it Antonia? Is it Antoinette? No, it's Tony. Is that the name on your birth certificate? Yes, because otherwise I would tell you what it was. When I had short hair as a child, people thought that I was a boy. Um, one particularly telling instance of that was when I was at the cinema and the usherette came down because we were lobbing sweets. Of course we were. And said, right, you, boy, give me your sweets. I'm like, I'm not a boy. And they took my sweets and said, you can get them at the end of the film. So I went to get them at the end of the film and said, please can I have my sweets? And the usherette said, this little boy wants their sweets. And I said, I'm not a boy. And they said, what's your name? I said, my name is Tony. And they went, yeah, you're totally a boy. Uh, sometimes when my mother and father-in-law, mother-in-law and father-in-law spoke to people about their son and me without explaining that I was a woman, some of them thought that I was a man. I mean, no problem there, but they had to say his girlfriend, Tony. Uh, sometimes in business, if I email someone prior to meeting them, they expect to meet a man, especially if they're Italian, because T-O-N-I in Italian is a man's name. Were it to happen after a meeting, I would be distressed. But as that is not the case, the fact that my name creates confusion is something that I quite enjoy and I thank my parents for giving me a memorable name. So we skip through life with our first names and then some of us become misses and change our surnames and then create a podcast called The Tony Daily to reclaim the fact that their maiden name was Daily. Uh, big day, big admin task and then the big thrill of being addressed as Mrs Kent for the first time. So rarely do we use our formal names now. I feel like I'm in Downton Abbey if I have to say it or reply to it. It feels particularly strange to be called it by our daughter's classmates. Most of the time, I don't feel too much older than 25, even if I'm <laughs> closer to 40 
Ah, uh, closer to 50 now, Tony. So it feels odd to be given such a respectable sounding title. I remember there being kids at school going, Mrs. Kent, Mrs. Kent, or... Yeah, I don't know. It never sort of sat well with me. Um, and so to those children, lovely little babies that you are. We await your first word with trepidation, punch the air when you babble mama, and are overwhelmed when you say mummy properly. And then you realise that saying mummy gets you attention, and the urgency and pitch with which it is delivered can be extremely effective in causing your parent to appear at a moment's notice. Uh-oh. Mummy becomes mummy or mummy or mummy, 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 mummy. There are days when I think that I must be called it close to 50 times. Oh, the agony. I mean, I don't get called mummy anymore. I'm mum. Sometimes I'm her. Or your wife. I've even had that. One of the kids has said to my husband, your wife is insane. Thank you, children. Uh, sometimes it's cute, sometimes just about bearable, often absolutely maddening. There is a special kind of restraint involved to swallow the primordial scream brewing in your chest when you realise that the sound of you shutting the toilet door will prompt a small voice to call your name in a way that suggests something needs your immediate attention. Even an attempt to discreetly open a magazine at the kitchen table when you think your child is playing in another room gets picked up by their radar. How do they do it? I love my children and being a mum has enriched my life, but oh, how I cherish those moments when I'm just plain old Tony. Hang on a minute. I think I can hear someone calling from upstairs. No, I'm okay. This time it's Daddy. Oh. Well, I mean, those days didn't last as long as I thought they would. I mean, now it is mostly, if I am called at all, it's to ask where something is. Mum, where are my trousers? Mum, where are my shin pads? Mum, where have you put this? So I'm like Alexa, I suppose, of the finding things variety. Um... But something that we talked about actually on our weekend and something that I do feel is true, and I've always felt this, is that you can't lose your sense of identity or you might feel like you do when you become parents. And that was why I made such an effort when I met people through my kids and through the, through the primary school was to find out what the other parents did, what they were beyond being the parent of a child that my child was friends with. <laughs> So um, <laughs> I think people feel like they're being bloody interrogated, but I, you know, I think it can be really easy to lose a sense of, of who you are sometimes, maybe just in general. So what is my hope for you today? I hope you try the poached egg tip. Um, I hope that you have a moment where you don't feel that you are purely being defined by who you are a parent to or what job you do that you get a moment to just feel like yourself and I will be back with you tomorrow if you're enjoying the podcast give it a share thanks so much for your support so far I'm loving all the interaction bye-bye <laughs>